Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Ka tutiro atu au ki nga whetu e kōrekoreko maina i te pō i roto i te hina pauri. Anō, ko rātau e kā napanapa nei i o tātau whakāro hoi anō, anei tātau nga kanuhi ora o rātau mā. Ngai taringa o tata o matara o tawhiti, nau mai hoki mai ki a taringa, anei kia mātau tokotoru anō nei ko tautoru. Uh, yeah, take that. Right. Take that. Right. Right. Take that, rangi mātāmu. Um, anō nei ko... <laughs> <laughs> ano nei ko tautoru e kōrekoreko ana, engari anei uh, atitahi mārehua ko a taimai, um, ko hoki mai ki tā tātou kaupapa. Nō reira, e hoa rangi tēnā ko e hoki mai? Te aura e hoa mā, kei te mihi nui ki a koutou katoa, uh, ko tautoru, ko te matepea, ko tētai whakapākea tanga o tautoru, ko te pot. <laughs> Nō reira, Tēnā koutou, te kōhua nui, te rangi, nā koe, and yes, welcome back to everybody, and here we are again, myself, te puheiri, nō roto mai o Ngāpuhi, me te mokopuna te whanāpa nui, Erica Sinclair, e mihi tōna na kia kōru e hoama. And of course, our tōtātou, te stā o te wā, te stā, taku, te tukopura, taku hoa, maurua, rangi, nau mai hoki mai. Kia ora, brother. This is the th- number three, eh, ko yeah. hoki mai koe ki a yeah. tāngi. We're scraping the barrel. Hey, I was the first. What are you saying? And at the iwi, kei te kōrero mai rangi mārunga i te Skype. And at the moment, he is in Ahitreiria, Hawaii ki kirikirikura, e ai ki ki aku whakaaro. Kareo e tino kōrero i te pāpaka nui a Māui, hoi anō. Yeah, bro, too much. Kei Ahitreiria koe. Yeah, so as part of my Matariki Roadshow for this year, we've done 16 presentations throughout Aotearoa. Uh, far south is uh, Dunedin or Te Poti, and as far north as Whangarei mm-hmm. and um, the major destinations in the middle and then we've got four shows here in Australia. This week we've done Brisbane and Gold Coast and we've got Sydney tonight and on Friday we've got uh, Melbourne. Main. Wow. Yeah, no, it's pretty full on, you know. It's pretty... Um, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's been really cool going out and meeting everyone. And you know, we've had some pretty big crowds. I think we yeah. had like uh, about just on 700 in Auckland. Wow. In Whangarei, we had 400 people, oh, wow. 400 in total. You know, we've had some big, big crowds. And it's been awesome. It's been, it's, you know, pretty draining, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be really on when you're on stage, eh? I've been trying to look at the lunar phases as well while I've oh, been doing yeah. it. Yeah, and so I've had some really times that I've really felt in the groove, I guess, and other times it's been a little bit flat. I think we've spoken to maybe it's heading towards six and a half, seven thousand 7,000 people as part of this roadshow. Mm-hmm. But I've had three complaints so far. <laughs> Oh, that's not bad out of 16 shows. Yeah, mostly it's around my inappropriate humour, so, um, you know. Inappropriate to some, yeah. Yeah. To three. (laughs) Before we move on, I'm going to throw it over to you. Hea te tahi ki anga, te tahi ki waharane, he hea na koe ki te kōrero ki te iwi. 
karau te mohi o mena he, he kiwaha tēnei he kianga rānei. Engari, koe nei tētahi kōrero kua tuhia i roto i te puka puka taku tipuna koroua. So my ancestor writes this. I'm not too sure if it's, it's actually officially a kiwaha, mm. but I don't know what's wrong with us creating kiwaha, mm. you know, and creating whakatauki. And Snow creates them all the time. All the time. <laughs> 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 what he writes about is he writes about the word hinātore, which is one of the whānau mārama, or one of the, it's a phosphorus light or a, or a you know, a glimpse or a glimmer, I suppose is one way. But he uses it, seems to use it in his writing as to have an epiphany or when the penny drops, you know. And we've translated uh, that whakatauki kua takate kapa, you know, kua muranga raiti, his saying is when you say kua hinātore, you're saying, you know, I've mm. I've had this flash of understanding or I can see the glimmer at the end of the dark tunnel or I can see the light. So I suppose it's similar mm. kua mārama or kua whitsitera, kua hinātore. He uses it definitely when it's having having an epiphany or you really have kua pūrangi aho te māramatanga. Pūrangi aho, ooh, I like that word too, pūrangi aho. Kua hinātore. Ono mano tangata kwa hina tore, irutoi inga korero kahorahi ekwe. 6,000 people have been enlightened. The first time I heard that word, bro, was actually in e tangitonuana kito tawa papa kia te farehuia. First time I heard the word hina tore was um, him. And he came to one of our graduations actually for the wānanga and he was our guest speaker over 15 years ago now. And ahua kōrero whakapeha peha tēnei mo te wānanga, but he said, kuana kōrero he pēnei i tōna wā, ko koe te wānanga o te roa te hina tore i roto i te pōuritanga. I naia nei, ko koutou te whetu mārama. Hey. Yeah. Ka kapuhiau tērā kōrero e hoa, ko koe te hina tore i roto i nā kōrero whakatairanga i nā kōrero anga mātua tūpuna, hey. ana i naia nei, Kua noho e rā kōrero hei whetu mārama. Kia tātou. Whetu mārama, kia tātou. Kia ora tātou. Hinātore. Kua hinātore. And we're going to probably use that bit too profusely through this episode. Nō re re hoa. Kua paku kōrero koe mo te ngā huri ngā haere tanga, ā-ou. And where to now with ngā kōrero ki a matariki, me ngā ritenga ki a matariki, building on these past three years of... You've re- released the book and I guess a lot of the information and research that you've collected, not only the mātauranga of your tūpuna, but the research and mōhiotanga that you've collected over the years. Where to now with Matariki? How te āpōpō ki a tātou ki te ao? Mm. I suppose, um, bro, that one of the things that I've been contemplating is where to from here. One of my fears is that the process and the practice becomes about the individual, Mm. you know, and people look towards an individual. And because I have been kind of really trying to build this space that people are asking me, well, what do we do? Well, what do we do? You know, and I think this is where it needs to shift from being a kind of a study in a kind of a uh, an area that one person takes the lead on. And actually, we start practicing again. Mm. And because by practicing the impetus goes back on to the communities or to the individuals themselves. Like, I don't have the only version of Māori astronomy. And mm. I say that everywhere Every I go. Time, there are differences. And I would never, ever say to someone that the way that they're practising it is is incorrect. 
that's for I just have my version that, that I've tried to share. But really, I would like the next phase of this to be about people actually practicing it. Mm. Yeah. People not asking me, oh, so what do we do? As opposed to people saying, well, this is what we're doing and this is yeah. what we did. Okay. Because when that happens, eh, it, it actually becomes part of who we are and what we are. And it, now, I've always said, you know, there's a difference between studying a culture and practicing a culture. Get you study it. a culture, yeah. it'll die. Mm-hmm. You practice a culture, then it's through the practice that the actual culture lives. Mm. That's so true. I mean, yeah. like, we practice Christmas without any specialist because it's ingrained in our being or our consumerism of culture. Yeah. So if, if we can get Matariki to that to that point, not not in a consumer type way, but where we can practice it and generationally people remember it that way or it's mm, practiced yeah, that way. So yeah, that'll I can see that. I'd like to see it like that. Yeah. You know, you think about it, we say, Oh, what are you doing for Christmas this year? Well, what are we doing? You know, so you don't need to some whānau do roasts. Yep. Some whānaus have their mm. breakfast in the morning and open their presents in the evening. Some yep. do it at midnight. Some do it. There's not one way to celebrate Christmas. Not everyone has a Christmas tree. Some people do. You know, there's so many versions. And I think for Matariki, I'm hoping that's what it can be, number one. Number two, I hope that we can actually start celebrating this as a annual major countrywide holiday and event. Yeah. I have some massive issues with uh, what we celebrate now. I mean, what's up with the with the rabbit that craps out chocolate eggs? Yeah. Oh, what's, yeah. what's that about, eh? <laughs> and, you know, we're celebrating Guy Fawkes, some guy that tried to blow up parliament on the other side of the planet. Aye. How is that connected to who we are? So why can't we celebrate these things that, you know, are part of our evolving identity and actually originate from here? Kia ora. About practicing, yeah, because there's got to be some guidelines, eh? yeah, First. yeah, some, yeah, some guidelines. Yeah. One of the things that I've always tried to push is the timing, mm. Hey? Mm, so yeah. the timing's really important. You don't want to be doing it on fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, different people have different ideas about their timing, and I can only go on what you know the record I have and the research that I'm done, but. Again, one of the really important things is to understand that Māori followed a lunar stellar calendar. It's not just a lunar calendar. It's not just a lunar phase on its own. It's a lunar phase in correlation with the rising of a particular star in mm. the morning. So all of the months that we follow, Hereturiko, Kahaki, Hea, Pōtu, Terangi, they are all stars. Yeah. And when that star rises in the morning before the sun, you know the general month that you're in. And then once it coincides with fiddle, you know what you're actually at the start of that lunar month. And that's in your calendar cycle circles through all of these stars. And then there are other stars that you look at that will give you a correlation with either an ecological event or the mm. spawning of a fish or eels or the blooming of plants or when it's time to harvest or to plant that correlates to the star, that correlates to the lunar phase. So it's matching those two and often those three things up, star, moon and ecological event and that's how we get our timing and that's why Matariki shifts I guess it's in its timing because you've actually got to wait for different astronomical and ecological events to correlate before you start your time the other important thing is how the bloody thing's got to be in the sky hey yeah, <laughs> you've got to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah, see yeah, it yeah. 
So I've always said that the Tangaroa Luna phase, and this is endorsed by uh, Aperahama Taunui out of Ngāpui. This is endorsed by um, Wirimu Tāwhai out of Te Apanui. He did a wakahui uh, episode where mm. he was planting kūmara. You go on there and halfway through that episode, he says the Tangaroa Luna phase is mm. when you look for Matariki. Mm. Same as Aperahama Taunui in Ngāpui. He says in his writings in the Māori newspapers, Tangaroa is the Luna phase, Pipiri is the month. Yep. Two takangahau of two hoises, Tangaroa's the lunar phase, Pipiri's the month. My ancestor says Tangaroa's the lunar phase, Pipiri's the month. That's why I've aligned my celebrations with Tangaroa lunar phase of the month of Pipiri. And because I know that the star is going to be in the sky, number one. Number two, that's when the lunar phase is at its peak. And so it's that last quarter, I think, is the celebration, the viewing and celebration period. And then you stop just before fetal and you don't celebrate into fetal. And Wirimu Tafai is very, very clear about that. And I think you would have spoken to Rereata. Yeah, mm. yeah. And Rereata even talks about being cautious about your activities, even the words yeah. that you speak during fetal. Yeah, he, he did. did. He, he did, did yeah. mention yeah. that, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so it aligns with a Māori way of thinking that, you know, fetal is a very sinister, very cautious time to attempt to do anything, and you didn't celebrate on fetal. So timing, I think, is one. However, sometimes I get people say, that's not how we celebrate it here. Kapai. Mm, yeah, Perhaps, yeah. though, the biggest issue is when people are trying to reconcile and take their timings for Matariki off a Western calendar. Yeah. That's where we get trouble. Mm. Yeah. I think, too, when you were talking about Tangaroa, and I just had a taumaitahi nga tore, ki taitahi nga tore, ki te rangaharau i etahi o ngā karaki a tainui, E pāna ki te tapatapa kūmara, e pāna ki te whakatere waka. And there's references made to Tangaroa in the Karakia. And I think how we've been looking at the Tangaroa in there is oh. Tangaroa Atua. Oh. But actually the references in the Karakia are referring to Tangaroa Te Marama. Oh. Yeah, so there's a line in there, Tangaroa Putai Te Whana Putu Putu. Uh, yeah, there's a few karakia where it refers to Tangaroa, and I believe it's actually talking about the Marama Tangaroa. Tika. Te wao Tangaroa. There's other karakia too that talk about Tamatea. There's a saying in Tainui uh, when Hotiro, when Tainui left, it was Tamatea, which isn't a good time to go in the ocean because it's rough. The seas, yeah. seas are yeah, going to yeah. blow up. And they said, oh, Tamatea, and Hotiro says, oh, tukuna mawa ko Tamatea ki te moana whawhaiai. Send us the fight. Cool. And it's in uh, in uh, um, in one of our other karakia, uh, te karakia, te taonga karakia mātātua, kāhura te tamatea nunui, kāhura te tamatea. Kāhura tamatea roroa. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of the things how we've been looking at karakia, motetea, whakatauki, mm. when they're referring to tangaroa, tamatea, and some other names I've found, they're actually talking about the moon. Aye. Not, so it's, it's another thing to consider when yeah. Yeah. if you ever try to attempt to decipher such... Yeah, 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 yeah no, and to interpret, interpret interpret those yeah. motete karakia. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of time talking about moon and stars. And uh, even remember Maharaku Erangi when um, ite pangia korohere te, ite mate. And a lot of the paimari de karakia, Rangi would hear the karakia and then he'd say, bro, those are fitu. Sure. Some of the fit uh, names in the karakia. Yeah, yeah so, whoeno, I said, uh, you. You can see like through this layer of understanding or hinātore, you can see how much it is embedded star astrology 
lunar phases are throughout heaps of stuff now. I can see it all in there. Mm. I was just thinking of, I just went and looked at a karakia I have and it's tangaroa. <laughs> yeah. So it makes me think about it because it's not at sea. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, there are those cross-references that you come to. When you get this kahinātori, you get a, you know, a glimpse of one thing, then it just leads on to all of these other things and a whole lot of other things make clear. You know, and I've always, you know, as part of this trip, like I was saying, you know, I've always been amazed by the spiritual connections that our, our knowledge base has. But what it's often looked at is uh, as myths and legends, you know, uh, yeah. and not proper science, but... You know, studying this space, one of the things that's really revealed itself to me is there is deep empirical science embedded within our traditional knowledge. Kilda. You know, you don't sail that expanse of ocean on myths and legends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get there on science. Uh, yeah. Yeah. something. Yeah. You know, you don't thrive in a place like Aotearoa and live in this harsh environment without your science. Yeah. What happens, though, is what our people did, and this is a wonderful thing about what we did, because science can often park us on Western science. Eh? It's like a very isolated field. You look at scientists, you think, oh, they're weirdos, because they're just so closed off, and the science is about understanding these little, little tiny bits and how they work in isolation. In isolation means nothing yeah, yeah. to Māori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, are, we want to know how it all connects together yep. to create this wider body of knowledge and to remember that and to embellish that and to celebrate that it's wrapped around this cultural, within this cultural narrative and it's done that so it has importance and meaning to us. Yeah. So yeah. we connect with the science, right? Yeah. So we have this connection to Tangaroa and to Tamatea and to all the Laluna phases and the stars are more than just giant balls of gas burning light years away. They're our ancestors and impact upon what we do every day. So if we have that connection, we'll remember our science. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the difference. It's there. It just takes a, a language and cultural perspective to unpack the science. Okay. I like that because what that does, to me, all I see is whakapapa. Mm. And it goes mm. from a human element to what they call a deity or a godly element. But actually it talks about interconnectedness. Yeah, yeah, so fuck up, Papa. Well, no way. Mm. No way. So, back to Te Hautapu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a connection there. <laughs> the oh, definitely. You remember Ehoa when Teiwa Matariki went around in, in, in the truck and stuff? I expressed to you some of the questions that were coming off the floor from Whanau. Ngā whānau Māori nei e pātai mai ana wau, me pewhia mātou e whakanui i a matariki Māori nei. Me aha mātou, how can we celebrate, how can we pay homage to matariki in a Māori way or is congruent to what our tūpuna done mm. in their time? And, and that, kuena ngā kōrero e putana nei. You know, and I think it's nice that people have looked for something like mm. really they've, I've seen balloon releases and yeah, yep. oh, yeah. and, um, oh, yep. and, um, <laughs> and then kite flying and things like that because people are searching They're for something to do yeah. um, sort of reminds me of like I'm going to use tangihanga for, for instance a lot of tangihanga a lot of people can't speak te reo but they know how to sing they, a waiata yeah, yeah. or do well, a haka they want to yeah. express so themselves they, the yeah, so that's their yeah. only way of expressing themselves yeah. so Te ao Māori have been looking for a way to express themselves during Matariki, but they don't, don't, we don't know don't how. Know. Yeah. If I can come back to Te Iwo Matariki, and, you know, I'm really grateful, Paraone, for the work that you did and Te Wānanga. You know, that was the first time 
that some of that recording from my ancestor actually come to life. Wow. Mm. And when I come to Rarawera and I sat in the truck, it moved me to tears. It really did. And I'm not yeah. like that. You know, that's not my nature. But it just kind of felt like, you know, that was the first time in 100 years that right. that knowledge base had actually found its he tikanga tafito ho, something that um, Prauni, I remember you saying, you know, uh, an old tradition, but giving it new life within a modern context. Mm. And um, so, you know, I've been thinking about how we celebrate, you know, the timing is important. We talked about the timing. And so I've put out the times according to my astronomical calendar for the next 50 years in my book. That's 35.95 if anyone's interested out of, out of what calls and. And paper plus, paper plus. Paper plus. Yeah. <laughs> any good bookstore, <laughs> any good bookstore, any good bookstore. Or you can enroll on oh, our online. <laughs> but one of the um, things that I think we're needing to be looking at is the celebration in itself. And the big celebration was the hotapu, because the hotapu gets its name from the food source or a sacred food source that's set aside to feed a god. I actually think the only remnants of this kind of practice that I'm aware of. Uh, I think tāwhara kaiatu is another term that Mai has used at times. Aye, aye. The only real Māori group I understand, I could be wrong, but my knowledge uh, that still practice some of this is the Ringatū faith, mm. where mm. they will plant a garden and as part of that garden they'll have a māra tapu, māra tautāne, a pūre sometimes it's called, and it's a fenced-off area that is planted but not harvested. Oh, yeah. And it's harvested in the Huamata, which is about this time of the year. First of June, I actually think they practice it because they've westernised the cal- their calendar system and they'll take the fruits out of that garden. Now, I remember Te Kahautu telling me that they would walk out into the ocean and plant one of the kumara or the potatoes that has grown in that garden as planting the fruits into Tangaroa. And they'll go into the forest and plant one in the forest, and they'll go into the gardens and plant one in the gardens, acknowledging the spiritual elements of all of those different domains. The origins of that finds its beginnings in the Matariki practice. Kyoto. So the hotapu are sacred foods that are set aside, and um, the nine stars I have in Matariki and others will have seven, Kaitipai. The nine stars I have, each of them has a, a connection to a part of the environment, to one of the atua uh, or some of our atua, to ensure that that connection was made. What we did was we fed those stars. And this is whāngai te hautapu. This is the ceremony mm. that we've been practising. So we would cook a kai in, in a umu, umu kohu kohu fetu. So a, a steamy earth oven. And uh, we would put kai in there. So we'd you know, we'd put an eel in there for white tea or fresh water and a fish, salt fish for white tar, uh, salt water and tipuānuku gardens had a kumara and tipuārangi here yeah, might have a pigeon. Of course, we've been using mutton birds. Of course we have. Uh, of course we have. <laughs> yes, that's right. And you would cook that. And on the rising, when the star cluster rises, pipiri, the two stars of pipiri are high in the sky and the canoe is seen just as dawn breaks, that is the moment that's called te mātahi o te tau, right then. That's when you remove the top of the oven and the steam rises and feeds matariki. Now, there's a whakatauki that's often, I believe, misinterpreted. It says, nā kai a matariki, nā nā i awake nei. 
Mm. And people say, oh, that's the food that Matariki brings us. No, mm-hmm. that's the food that we feed Matariki. Nana, he, Awakene, comes down and scoops up and, and feeds. So it's referring to the hautapu. The Matariki celebration is about three things. Number one, it's about remembering those who have passed on since the last rising of Matariki. Number two, it's about celebrating the present and it's about feasting on the fruits of last year, Matariki, mm. that are stored in your pātaka and sharing. And the third thing is about planning for the future and uh, preparing for the new year with promise. I couldn't think of three better things to celebrate. Mm, exactly. Yeah. One of the things I love about it too, bro, is, is it's not just – it's, it's environmental. Oh, yeah. It's about freshwater. It's about the ocean. It's about land. It's about the forest. It's about – uh, You know, it's got all of these environmental elements in it. It's also part is death, but the other one, hiwa, is life. So Kia it's ora. about end, the beginning. It's about te yahi yahi me te te o. You know, the setting sun, the rising sun, it's got mm. all these elements going on inside of this celebration. And really, I think it's connected to food and food sovereignty. Yeah. One of the big issues we're going to have in the future is just access to fresh water. Mm. All of these things are wrapped up in the celebration. And that, in, in my mind, mm. is how I would like to see us celebrate Matariki and the Hautapu. Yeah. You've been practicing Te Hautapu for a while now, and I know you chudged up Hakari Mata a few oh my years. Gosh. Oh, yeah. And in the past couple of years, Power. we've had the, the um, <laughs> I guess, the platinum Hautapu up on Rangiatea. <laughs> the Kuru Lounge. With all yeah, the, with all the bells and whistles. Bells and whistles. And the how, how does somebody at home practice? How, how can they practice Te Hautapu at home and tick off or have these three things? Values, I guess, or principles Tiga. of Te Hautapu. How can they practice this at home? That's one of the misconceptions. The misconception is that you need some big elaborate celebration with 50 tohunga and lightning's <laughs> got to flash in the heavens. Yeah. I must say, though, the uh, Rangiatea celebrations and the, what we've been doing at Chomarai Paraune have been the premier celebrations. That's It's been amazing, really. And I think it culminated into... Last year's Matariki, well, this year's Matariki are still, mm. of being one of the best views I've mm. ever had. And yeah. that sky was, was just absolutely was amazing. Yeah, mm. And the bit that I will never forget is the calling out of the names of those who had passed on and the emotion that was attached to people. Te Puheiri Atahua. It was beautiful. That's right. But we don't need those big, massive celebrations. Mm. One of the best records I have, and you raised it before, is of this Komatua and Kuia with their mokopuna. And this was in the, oh, this might have been the 1860s, 1870s in Taranaki, South Taranaki. And they went out on their own towards the beach. When Matariki rose, the Komatua stood up and he called out all of the names of the people that had passed on, and she wept. The Kuia sat down on the beach and wept and wept for the, the, those that had passed. And then they uncovered the sky and the steam rose. And then they went off and had a kai together to welcome in their new year. I think that's a beautiful border yeah. as to how you can do it just on your own. In fact, you actually don't need the big kai ceremony. I think mm. it's just the acknowledgement, you know, yeah. the acknowledgement of understanding, you know, those that have passed, remembering them and celebrating the present and the future. 
So even if you done like you had a representation of Waiti, Waita, Waipunarangi, Tupuanuku, Tupuarangi, Quinanga, Kainira. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you know, even if you didn't have an outdoor stove or something, you could do it in the oven with some tin foil, tin foil on. Take the oven tray out. We used a um, little gas burner. Yeah, the gas burner. But they might might not have a gas burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone might just have an oven. Do it in the oven. Tin foil on top. Mm. Go outside. Take the tin foil off and and let the steam go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that one of the things to that you, you? As long as you're doing that, that's one of the things that you're well nailing for wanting of a better word. You were doing so well being eloquent yeah, I know. and then now nailing. <laughs> Darn coffee. Like walking my queen. <laughs> you know, it's not about, you know, what while the big elaborate celebrations, because when you get into big groups like that and celebrating, well, then the expectation level lifts, right? Absolutely. Mm. Because you're starting to, to deal with things that are a little bit more uh, elaborate and then they start to become tapu. Mm. And the ceremony was tapu, and you're feeding an atua, so it does have that tapu element to it. But there's also the same ceremony when it's just to a smaller extent that doesn't have those same connotation, and it's about you as an individual making that connection to your environment and farewelling the dead of the year. And so, yeah, it's the intent. It's your intention right from the outset. And really the whole idea of the ceremony is while it is done collectively, it's to reconnect you as an individual. Mm. And that's why I was talking before about the division of time. You know, because it does fit into this very important element that um, we seem to just be continually misreading in my my mind. I don't want to be that guy to say Mm. it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. But I think, you know, uh, we're missing out on really sinking ourselves into our environmental time periods mm. by um, misusing our, our lunar calendar system. You know, it's becoming, well, I don't know, the Matariki thing has become, you know, I see that some people are celebrating Matariki for two months. Mm. Okay. You know. Wow. Because it, <laughs> it, 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 it fits their Gregorian calendar. Eh? So oh, I'm busy on that week. I've got a conference this week. How about this time? Eh? That's like, you think people are doing that. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so it's about trying to re-sync yourself. The, the difference between the following a lunar calendar system and the Gregorian solar calendar that we follow now is the Gregorian calendar, you dictate to the environment when you're ready to do something. Mm. We celebrate New Year's on Jan the 1st every year because we're ready regardless of lunar phase, regardless of what's in the sky, regardless of environmental factors, we're ready. Uh, But if you fit into a lunar calendar system, the the lunar cycle and the the environment dictates to you when it's ready. And that's the main difference. And I think it allows you to be at your best or it allows you to fit in the proper activities according to it instead of, say, dictating what it is. Mm. That's how I like to see it because so, yeah, it allows you. Yeah, When you were talking about the um, reading of the names at the... the Hai last Matariki te hau tapu te taki mō tētea. Um, hey, what about your own nau tērā mahi, mahi yeah, yeah, nui tērā, tika, rino mahi. Well, this year, we've had a few tangi in our hapu, and taku hapu is very staunch to the 12 months of mm. staying wahangu. Very, very staunch. And you need to read the book 
e te iwi, matariki te whetu tapu o te tau, what's it called in English? Matariki the... Star of the year? Yeah. It talks about how we've used this 12 months to replace matariki. Yeah. Anyway, we're very staunch on the 12 months, i roto i a mātai to mātai hapu. And an uncle of mine recently, he's had to, he's been on the paipai and he lost his wife, uh, auntie, last year, mm. my taku auntie. And he wari wari au. And I asked him the other weekend, actually, and I was at a tangi and I said, oh, I'm surprised you've been sitting on the paipai and you've been sweet, you know. And he said, well, I came up rangiate and I forgot he oh, came up rangiate. Wow. And he's a very staunch Christian. He's yep. um, hahi mihi nare. And um, he put auntie's name on the on the oh, list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he might be listening, actually. And um, when he was telling me, I got a bit emotional. Yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah. And when he heard her name being called out, and then with the karanga and everything, well, everything, the whole time up there yeah, in Rangiatea, yeah. he felt okay to Aww. be able yeah, yeah. to pick up the responsibilities of sitting on the pipe because we haven't got many left in our hapu yeah. that can do that. So that goes to show, you know, that it was a practical thing as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah I think so, that, yeah. It's so felt beautiful. that release. Yeah, because it's mm. a special time. It's an intimate time you can find there. Mm. And yeah. so going along with that, within your hapu, do you do something like that? Is it, do you wait for the kawemate or tainuki, te korohaneihana, or is there something else that indicates that time? I'm going to talk about Ngāti Haua, and apparently we used to do it too, but not anymore. They observe the hour, oh, and see. they have something called te haura. Oh, yeah. And they will have a karakia on the, the exact time that that person left oh, wow. the earth 12 months ago, mm. and they will say out their name, mm-hmm. say te, and they will unveil the photo. The photo, Of yep. that oh. person. Speaking of photos, yeah. your name. Because with us, whoever goes in the 12 months, you don't see their photo. Mm. Their photo is put away. Yep. You realise that that person is gone from yeah. sight. Yeah, and karongai koe te mamai. Yeah. So, and I think you can definitely there's a parallel there with yep. our practices. Yeah. Kia matarik, irotoi te taki mo te te. When you were reading those names out uh, when mm. we were up, and, and that's the, you know, I understood that that was quite a heavy job. Yeah, ko koe te maanga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. E whakapāho ana i ngā mate o te tau. Ka reau i moe. Tātou. I think there was real reverence in the way that you Absolutely. did it. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, there was this reverence. And in that reverence, I could hear people wailing, you know, I could hear mm. people crying. And there was a couple of names, and one name in particular, when you read it out, there was this uh, right. shooting star that went straight down the middle of Matariki. Wow. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah. You know, there were all of these signs that were happening in that morning. Mm. And there were, I, I thought the way that you did it, I really thought, see, as an individual, I've called out names of my own dead. Yeah. Yeah. But we made that decision to, because we were such a mixed group to have yeah. an individual do it. Mm. And it just seemed to work really, mm. really, really well. So, you know, I was really, um, thrilled but that was another evolution of the ceremony mm, yeah. and what is not an evolution what happened was the tears you know mm, yeah. that's something that they write about but you can't make people cry nah yeah yeah and, and it just happened naturally it was organic thing and it was really cool yeah with the people that die now so when matariki sets in the sky like it did in tangaroa it's set yeah it's set uh, matariki mm. set it drags people 
like the setting sun to the abyss. And we lost a few people during that time. Mm. Uh, uh, we lost Farihuya during that time. We lost Hick Busby during that mm. time. Uh, we lost some really big I, I my dad's younger brother during that time, so we've mm. had a lot of deaths. Okay. Now, when Matariki is not visible, my ancestor writes this, and people still follow on after Matariki. Those people are known as Nga Ika Ruhanui o Matariki. So the lazy, so Ruhanui is the name of the 13th month mm. that we inserted into the calendar. And Ruhanui is obviously a weak, yeah, tired, a lazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. tired, mm, yeah, spent, languishing oh, yeah. behind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tara net is no longer fishing. But uh, I've heard this from fishermen um, say before that when they are trawling often and they're trawling up fish, there'll be the fish inside the net, but there's also fish that follow on after mm. the net. So they actually are trying to catch, keep up with the fish that are in the net and Aye. they follow on after. And so those are the ikaruhanui or matariki or the lazy fish of matariki that follow on into the night after mm. the others have set. So those uh, names are still called out at the rising of Matariki, and it happens right up until Tangaroa. Tangaroa at the moment that you and, and you're talking about the 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 reading out of the names or the, the photos of uh, and the practices Brownie uh, of Nati Haua. For me, I think that's because they haven't become just memories yet. Mm, yeah, hey, they, there's still those ties of them lingering around and being around they haven't passed on there's a point i think that we all come to accept that finally someone has actually gone yeah mm. you know and we actually get to the point that they're no longer here mm. and sometimes it takes longer for that to happen than yeah. others yeah you know other people for us we realize oh well they've been long time unwell and we it was expected and we're able to sever that bond a little bit more readily than we are with some people who are young or in accidents mm. or things that, you know, they're quite already. And uh, this is this is one of those ways that it's giving respect to the time that, you know, the environment has called them and now it's time to sever that bond. Mm. That's what that's about and make them a memory. Make them something that we will follow on after, but we need to sever that bond to that physical connection we have with them and put them into a place where we can still remember and respect them, but not be caught up in the bad elements that can come from perpetual mourning for someone. Kia ora. Tēnāko. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And while we're in the deep, I'm going to bring us back to the shallows. <laughs> <laughs> not too shallow. I'm going to st- still talk shallow. about this, so... It was Te Puaheiri. He His task last year was to read out, and it was quite a long list, it was about three pages of three names pages, yeah. of people that had passed on. And these were names that people brought to Te Hautapu last year of their whanaunga, um loved ones. Anyway, he went through the the list to, to QA the list, and then he comes up and he goes, Bro, there's a name on here. And I was like, Yeah, and I'm a bit unsure of the name. I was like, Oh, yeah, quite thing one. He goes, Monkey. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I thought it was Zangi setting me up. Yeah, oh, we, all, we all thought it was Zangi setting me up. No, no, but I, but, I, but I saw Queensland at the top of the list. I said, oh, yeah, nah, Rangi Tema. <laughs> and I thought, 
Maybe it is, but someone's putting a or yeah. someone trying to stuff snow. But it happened to be, and my cousin could be listening. Aye. It was my cousin's cat, and it was an innocence. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it was an innocence and sincerity. Yeah, but at the same, I thought, oh, don't cut it, Pirangikia. So I had to talk to Rangi yeah. and I said, bro, is it right to have my cousin's cat monkey on the list? And it was cow. So herarangi tangata. Yeah, yeah, herarangi um, yeah. So I just thought I'd share that story And that's not taking was, any aroha yeah. away from That that we have for our pets Oi ano Ko te yeah. hautapu Ko te taki mō te te ana Hei tuku yeah. hei, hei kupu Ki a tātou ki te tangata yeah. koangaro <laughs> And that's what I remember the most Was going through those names And because it, it dawned on me Kuahinātore It dawned on me that These people have entrusted the names of their loved mm. ones to me. Mm. So I had to practice it and then I had to find out the person, job. how mm. do you say this name? How do you say this name? Is this a double up? And I remember that night just like reading it over and over again and I thought to myself, I'll give each name a breath, which was yeah, enough for a pause for a whakaro and then so the next person had their own breath and their own thing. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was pretty... It was very it was, thoughtful. Yeah, it had to be. had to be very thoughtful. If someone was saying my... Yeah. His name. If someone says my mum's name, my sister's name, I'd Absolutely. want them to do the same. Mm. Yeah, you see. Huh. Yeah, that was. So sometimes they, when you get a tanghang and whoever's doing like the, whoever the priest is and he's like saying their name wrong. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. Or, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have any thoughts, Eric, of the last Hautapu? That was probably my most favourite one so far. Um, I just really liked how the group was massive, mm. hey, mm. we're massive. And in comparison to the first couple when we went up Hakarimata, those times we managed to catch uh, mornings that were very cloudy. Mm. So yeah. we done this huge climb up the Hakarimata. There's like thousands of steps. And then we get there and it was cloudy. So it was really cool last year to have like a picture perfect clear mm. yeah. night. Yeah. We got a really, really, really good view of Matariki. And yeah, I think on. as a practice, it's been refined because you guys, like you guys, have done those hard bits, the trial and error, and it's becoming, you know, more of a fine art or an easier way to practice. Yeah, I think that I was fortunate because the record that is left is pretty, pretty detailed, exactly mm. when and what, and it's not just from my ancestors' record, but it's from others that I've gone out to research. You know, even talking to Porauni and the fact that the person who owned the coat that's on his marae, did the same ceremony. Mm. You know, it's very, it's, you know, so there's all of these connections. But one of the clear things I remember my grandfather saying to me, he says, look, I think there's a couple of stages to this, you know. This was years ago. He says, you know, I was my ancestor's job was to record what he had. Uh, my grandfather, his was to hold on to it. Wow. He said, yours, yours is to disseminate, yours is to share. You see, but there's a generation after you and they've got the biggest role and that's the practice. Mm. And it's the practicing that actually will make it live. And if it's not practiced, then, you know, we're just studying it. And so really it's important that we get to that stage, you know, and I've been lucky to have the three of you, Kautoru Hikoine, that have been part of the ceremony, you know, and been part of the making this an actual living practice. Koranga tira māua mātau i, I o mihi e hoa, mm. engari ko te ao Māori ko arangatira i a koe, uh, i roto i nga mahi rangahau, i roto i nga tau, uh, i roto i tō whakaro nui ki a kaua ngā kōrero e kaipunungia. Kia ora, uh, tiga. I te mea kārehe oranga 
o te mātauranga ki te kore te mātauranga e horahia. Nō reira, kamihi mātau katoa ki ākoe. And nice to have you back on Taringa. And yeah, we're always plugging for you as well. Yeah, I reckon you get the most name drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both in good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, ngā manakitanga ki ako e whakaoti haere nei i ngā kaufau ki tēnā taha o te moana tāpokopoko a tāwhaki. Kei ako e te kubu whakamutinga. Uh, tēnā koutou uh, e hoama o tira ki te hunga e mātaki mai nei, e whakarongo mai nei ki tēnei kaupapa a tātou. Ka tika hoki taku mihi ki a taringa. Ki tēnei kaupapa e hora nei i ngā kōrero ao, mātou, ao tātou mātua tīpuna uh, ki te marea. Uh, kei te hea te mihi ki a koutou e hoa, me tēnei kaupapa a tātou. Ākoa, ko au kei te taraiwa meki i te kaupapa nei, ko koutou te hunga manaki a hau uh, i tātātou kaupapa nō reira kānui te mihi. Uh, tēnei hautapu e tū mai nei paraone, ko i rā uh, te kaupapa kei mui a tātou i tēnei wā kia hoki anō tātou ki tō marai, ki te tuku i nga mate o te tau i te mea he e, i whakaaro au he mate nui ti, kei mui mm. i a tātou, nga mate kei rungi a tātou te ao Māori, nō reira me hoki ki te tuku i a rātou o tira ki te whakanui uh, i te rewatanga mai o Matariki i te tau Māori. Nō reira, kia ora e hoama. Kia ora, kia ora. Tēnā koe. Rangi was one of our first guest speakers on Taringa yeah, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those all those ago. episodes ago. Yeah. And you can see definitely the shift of consciousness mm. over that time through his mahi. And I'll say it, our mahi, tātātou mahi. And I'm not just talking about us three, and I'm not talking about te wānanga o te mm-hmm. I think everybody yeah. bringing matariki up into normality again. Yeah. And how, how long mm. has it been? Because to me, that's pretty quick within our own circles, which is, you mm. know, it can be big enough how long it's been socialised or how quickly it's been socialised amongst us. Well, how long has it been? Three, four, I five? I first met Rangi when I was doing Te Tohi Paitahi oh, yeah. at um, Waikato Uni. And um, it was quite funny, actually, because he sent me this email asking about star photos and stuff. And the way that he'd written it, I was like, oh, what's this? Guy on about astrology and <laughs> he's, he's not here <laughs> how to, am I going to take astrology? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was thinking, oh, I don't know if this guy's for real. <laughs> and then anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, keen as to meet up. All good. Anyway, met up with him, and then yeah, no, he was the real deal. Yeah, I was man. like, this is not astrology. This is Maori astronomy. And so that was, I think, two thousand and fifteen. And mm. from there to now, what I have learned from him is massive. He's taken us along with him. Mm. You know, mm, um, he's taken us along with him. And then, as he says, he can't do this alone. He's doing his job is to disseminate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's for us to carry it on. So, yeah. And that's the greatest thing about it. And, and Brownie talked about it. It's about knowledge. Knowledge is not knowledge. Unless, unless it's shared. shared. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that should be a common phrase amongst everyone, especially in Māori them now where people can get a bit elite or they want to hold, yeah, on, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Mm. hold on to certain things that makes them think that they're going to gain, you know, an advantage in the social, yeah. mm. you know, letters of te Māori or whatever it is. But, you know, he's bringing us along with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is definitely something there, and I've actually commented about it on Facebook and it's probably worth another one. Mm. There are times I believe when people are ready for the knowledge to be yep. shared. Mm. And I think that 
the timing was good for yeah. this knowledge in relation yeah. to Matariki to mm. be shared. Yeah. I was watching one of Che's vids a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about how, and kia rehoa, if you are listening, he was talking about how nothing's really lost. It just goes dormant for a while or mm. it's hidden. And when it comes back, it's the, it comes back when it should. Yeah. And yep. and the proper people, the right people, bring that knowledge back that has been yep. lost. Yep. But there's a time for it to come back. So, yeah. Tiga. Yeah. And I think uh, ko waiata, no, I know that kare waiata i tuatu i tēnei, hei tautoko i nga kōrero arangi. Te waiata o te wiki ko rongo mai. And this was composed by Hirini Melbourne. And we've used a few of Hirini's yeah, 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 yeah. ana waiata. And this is about rongo mai. The appearance of Rongomai, which is known to the rest of the world as Haley's Comet. And he composed this waiata back in 1980, the last sighting of Rongomai. Even though he wrote in a korero, uh, a teo Māori, uh, that we see Rongomai at other times. Anyway, Kwene Tana Waiata, Rongomai, and he is also no ngai tūhoi. E karawa no... Koina. Koina. Yeah. Karawa no, no rangimātāma. No reira. Anei te waiata hei tautoko i ngā kōrero was made famous by Te Whare Wānanga Oweikato as the winning poi 1986 at the then Polynesian Māori Performing Arts Festival. Festival. Kia ora. Te Whitiwara Porinihia. Whitiwara Porinihia. <laughs> Aotearoa, that's what they used to call it. Aye, Whitiwara Porinihia. Which is now Te Matatini. Te Matatini. Oia no, whakarungu mai. <laughs> Te marino i te rangi 
Oh, we always we used, we used to always sing it a bit faster, and we got in trouble when we sang it in front of um, Timothy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, being young, sing Stephen's Bull, singing it too fast. You may maybe would have found find a clip of it on um, YouTube. Yep. But I, I think that's my second favorite Hidini song. Kia ora. Cool. My favorite one is the um, one about Hine Moana. Hine Moana. Hoi anō. Hoi anō. Kua hina tore he nui ngā pura pura whakaaro. Kia ora. I hina tore ai te hinengaro. Nō reira, kā mihira e te iwi nui tonu e whakarongo mai nei. Kia mātou, kia tautoru. Not the pots. Yeah, not the pots. What's about? No. <laughs> Uh, e mihi atu nei ki a koutou uh, Ana ara Ano te kōrero tirohia Matariki kua noho i ngā pari O tautoru, i ngā puke o tautoru Nō reira, anei mātau e mihi nei Tēnā koutou, hei kona maira Hei kona Fokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fokorongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body Taringa Brought to you by Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>